Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Marilyn Townsend, and I would like to introduce Maya Pearson, running for the Madison Metropolitan School Board, Seat 6. Welcome. Thank you. As we begin, I'd like you to give an opening statement outlining the educational, vocational, and civic experience that qualifies you for this office, mm -hmm. and tell us why you are running for the Madison Metropolitan School Board. Thank you. I would like to first start by thanking you for having me today. Um, I um, work at Department of Revenue, and I'm a revenue agent there. Um, I am a graduate of UW-Madison. Um, I have my degree in International Relations, uh, Cultures in the Age of Globalization is a long title. Um, I am familiar with five languages. Um, I have actually gone through all Madison schools from elementary through high school. So I went to Franklin Randall, then James C. Wright, and then I graduated from West High School. Um, and so those are my education background and, and things that I feel are important for this office. Um, I definitely have the budgetary <laughs> skills for that. Um, the reason why I'm running for office is really about um, the educational, the, the access to educational success through generations. I am a third generation Madisonian. I'm raising my children here in Madison, um, and they go through all the public schools as well. So um, it's really trying to make sure that children have success, make sure that teachers have um, what they need to be successful in the schools, and then also making sure that the community has an input in that. What are the first two issues you will encourage the new superintendent to tackle and why, and what skills will you bring to the table to assist him? So I think for me, I definitely want to um, push the all-day 4K. I think that that's something that would be beneficial to all of our students in Madison. Um, we want to make sure that um, that when a superintendent comes in that we are restoring some autonomy with the um, with the teachers um, and so really working on those two things I think are really big for me um, and also the trust of the community is super important. Despite a small amount of improvement black students and students with disabilities mm -hmm. remained overrepresented among those suspended during the first semester of 2019-2020 mm -hmm. school year. Why do you think improvement in this area is so slow? And what would you advocate as a board member when it comes to suspending students? So I think that um, as our schools are growing and our schools are um, the, the student body is changing. Um, it's definitely important to realize how the schools are structured culturally. And so what I mean by that is finding ways in which our schools can be more culturally relevant for black students, where black students feel as though that they can invest in their schools more and actually enjoy being there and um, feeling more invested um, by that than the obviously inherently then the, the behaviors will come with it and because you know if you feel that you are reflected. If you feel that you have a stake in it, then you're you're less likely to act up or or whatnot. 
Um, so it's really um, important to make our schools that way. Um, as a black student myself, I definitely um, have had my share. I mean, I haven't been suspended, um, but I have friends who have been suspended and things like that. And I've, from what I know is that they just didn't feel like they belonged or they didn't want to really be there. Um, I've been in classes where I have been the only black student, which sometimes is a way like I felt was very isolating for me. Um, so it's definitely making sure that we have those components. Um, I think as a board member, I definitely bring my own experience um, going through Madison schools as a black student, um, going through Madison schools where you know family members um, have had behavioral issues and those th and such. Um, Right now, like my my son has an IEP and things like that, and so it's really um, being able to make sure that he's he's integrated in the school um, that he's at in in the education and getting what he needs. I think is really important for me, and I think that a lot of parents, most parents, um, pretty much all parents, really they want the best for their child. Um, so finding ways to do that, I think, is super important. So. Wisconsin has the widest achievement gap mm -hmm. between black and white students of any state in the United States, mm -hmm. according to the assessment known as the nation's report card. The state superintendent has said the achievement gap is a crisis and closing it is imperative for our state. What could Madison schools be doing better when it comes to closing racial achievement gaps and what, if anything, are they doing wrong? So I think that um, the schools is one part of the puzzle. Um, I think that a lot of times we expect that only one part of our systems change to make sure that it changes through everything. But I think really understanding that each system is, is it's a multifaceted. So, we can make changes in our schools to be more culturally relevant, bringing you know more teachers of color, um, having curriculum that reflects you know the student body that um, we serve. But then we also have to seek the city's help because you know students are not just education is not the only thing for them. So that when they go home, they're community members, they're with their families. And so, you know, we have homelessness. We have all these different things that our children are um, are up against. You know, Wisconsin has been, or Dane County has been named one of the um, counties with the highest um, the, um, disparities in a, a medical crisis. So, you know, for black people, so that's a real thing. Um, we are, black people are some of the, um, they are the highest um, homeless rate in Dane County. So when you think of all these different things that our children are tackling every single day, um, you know, we are part of the puzzle um, to solve. Um, I think that, again, I can't say it enough, and I think having schools be culturally relevant is extremely important. Um, and um, I feel like starting there as a school board, um, I think, you know, like champion black excellence and, and pushing forward, getting, you know, them to have what they need to be able to continue their work, um, I think will help um, all day 4K. Again, as a parent, um, my children went through 4K and it was very difficult to navigate as far as making sure they had transportation to and from their daycare. Um, and I was a single parent at the time. And so... Um, those kind of things, my experiences, um, are definitely some things that I bring 
Um, and I think that if we are able to ensure that we have the for all day 4K um, grass kids when they're young, um, make sure that we change the trajectory of um, their education, work with the city, work with other partners, community. I think that we have to take a holistic view of it, and then we can definitely achieve um, shortening the gap and hopefully eliminating yeah. it. That's the hope. How can the district do a better job of mm -hmm. recruiting and retaining mm -hmm. teachers of color? Mm -hmm. I think the district does well in recruiting teachers of color. Um, I believe uh, I believe the numbers they've they've jumped so about like thirty or forty new black um, teachers into the district in the last year or so. So I think that we we do a good job in recruiting them. The issue is how do we retain them? Again, it's a multifaceted um, answer because it's not only something that we can do in our schools. Like we can you know increase the pay. We can have ways in which you know administration you know really values the work of black teachers and makes an environment to make it more inclusive or make them feel welcome, but then they have to still live in the city, right? And then they have to, you know, still send their kids to schools. And um, I think that if we take the holistic approach and seeing that it's all multifaceted, working with the city again, making sure that we can offer a place where um, black teachers feel or teachers of color feel welcome, then we can do that. And I think that that's the biggest thing is the retention piece for me. Given the timing of the mm -hmm. referendum, mm -hmm. you will have to start the school year with an uncertain budget. Mm -hmm. In constructing that budget, which may require five to eight million dollars mm -hmm. in cuts, what will you cut? What will you protect? Um, so the referendum is important, um, and for me, I feel as though that we definitely need to find um, inefficiencies in our budget currently. Um, as a six, like a state of Wisconsin certified Six Sigma um, uh, uh, certified person that deals with finding, um, taking processes and making them more efficient um, for systems. Um, it's definitely finding those where we're spending money on things that ne doesn't necessarily um, make our schools more efficient or make our schools, I mean, in some ways better. So we need to take those and move it to actual things that will be efficient for our schools. Um, I think for me as a board member, I would definitely try to find ways into cutting um, administrative costs um, and then moving and repurposing those funds for programs for teachers um, and that such because I mean we definitely need to make sure that we we are efficient in our budgeting and make sure that we're just not spending and wasting money. So. If you are elected, mm -hmm. what will you do to engage and connect with mm -hmm. the variety of community members you represent? Mm. Um, <clears throat> so a bigger part of my candidacy is definitely um, community. Um, I am part of um, South Madison and um, I had helped fight for the grocery store on South Park Street and making sure that our neighborhoods did not have a food desert. Um, by doing that, it was going door to door. Um, I, I was a co-founder of a group um, that like, championed that and we went door to door um, surveying our neighbors and asking, 
you know, like different questions about safety, about their food access, businesses, what they would want to see in their neighborhoods. Um, so for me, it's really finding ways to connect with the different organizations, finding ways to connect with the different neighborhood association. I'm also part of my own neighborhood association, Burr Oaks Neighborhood, um, and um, going door to door and just talking with people. Um, I found different ways to um, engage teachers and having, you know, like conversations with them because I'm not a teacher. Um, but I wanted to make sure that their voice is heard within my candidacy and in my campaign. Um, so creating those kind of opportunities, you know, people are free to email me and things like that. But it's really going door to door and talking with people. So, What would you like to say, mm -hmm. uh, Maya, to the viewing audience mm -hmm. as we complete this interview? Mm -hmm. What would I like to see? Or no, I what would you like to say <laughs> oh, to the say, viewing okay. audience as your final statement? Yeah, yeah um, I really care about all the kids in Madison, um, and I am a Madisonian. I have been, you know, through all like through elementary through high school. Um, I feel, you know, my budgetary um, skills are very. Like they're great. <laughs> I don't want to, but you know, I think that you d we definitely need people on the board who have had the experience of not just you know um, higher education and things like that, but definitely the experience of being a student in our schools because I think that that's a valuable experience that um, not a lot of people that are running for office can actually say um, for the school board is that hey, like I was a student, I dealt with this, you know. Um, in the schools, I'd have that understanding. Um, but I also want to let people know that like our campaign is totally um, grassroots. We're going forward. And so, yeah, come and join us to build stronger schools together. <laughs> I want to thank Maya Pearson for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking time to know your candidates. Please vote in the April 7th election and in fact, every election. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, thank you for joining us. Yeah.